How you doing? It is As Hamilton Podcast number three. We made it to number three. It feels like I've done a hundred of these, but that's because quarantine, uh, isolated life. I hope you're surviving. If you're out there right now and you're like, As, it's it's killing me. I've been doing homeschooling with mum and dad for four days and I just cannot do this anymore. I feel your pain. Seriously, it's hard. It's a hard life. Just keep using those Zoom calls. Keep putting up your photos at As Speaks. <laughs> Oh my gosh, some of the stuff I've been seeing from you guys, absolutely hilarious. Hey, this week we're talking about something I think is really important and um, if you've seen me in schools and you've seen me do the session on The Passionate Ones about going through tough times, uh, you would have heard the story that for me, I've been through a similar situation to what a lot of people are going through right now. Ten years ago, I lost everything that I had, um, lost my job, uh, lost all my money, had debt collectors on me and um, it's in these seasons that it really tests your faith because... I mean, we've talked about this before, that when it comes to God, sometimes we think, well, God's like a genie. He should give me everything that I want. If he loves me, he'd give me what I want. And we go through these tough times and things don't seem to work out how we'd planned. And actually, it's a time where we've got to go back to what God's really like. And I want to share a passage of scripture with you guys. I talk about the Bible every week. If you haven't downloaded it, I've told you, go and download it, version app on your phone, the version Bible app. You can find a whole bunch of stuff. And I encourage you to read this passage because it's really famous. And I remember in my early 20s, this really stood out to me because I did start thinking like, what have I done wrong? Like I've tried to do the right thing for so long. I've tried to be generous. I've tried to look after the poor. I've tried to live a good life and now I've lost everything and it challenged me a lot. Um, But in Matthew, it actually says simply this. It says, uh, Matthew 6 verse 26, if you're going to go and have a look at this one, it says this, therefore I tell you, don't be anxious about your life, whatever you eat, whatever you drink, not about your body, what you put on, is not life more than food and your body more than clothing. It goes on to talk about how the birds are provided for and how the grass is looked after and the flowers just happen because God loves them, but he loves us so much more. But what I want to get to is a little bit later on in the passage, it simply says this, for the Gentiles seek after all these things. In other words, all this stuff and the Gentiles, just by the way, are people that don't believe in God back in the day. But your heavenly father knows that you need them all, but seek first God and uh, all these things will be added to you. And it simply says this, don't be anxious about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Also in that passage says that God will provide you with your every need. And that's what I want to talk about today because sometimes we want stuff, but God isn't necessarily wanting to just give you everything you want. He wants to give you what you need. And what I've discovered over the last few years in that time where I lost everything, I just discovered that when I actually came back to God and said, God, I just need your help. He showed up in incredibly miraculous ways. I remember I was down to my last 50 bucks, had no work, and I just, because I tried myself so hard to provide and tried to get a job, put out 100 resumes, all this kind of stuff, and it wasn't working. Because it wasn't working, I went, okay, God, I need your help. And I prayed about it, and within about half an hour, I ended up getting a job just out of the blue. It was just one of those insane stories and one of the coolest things I've been seeing on social media uh, over this last period of time is just stories of different friends of mine who are going through similar stuff they've lost their jobs or they've lost their businesses and they're down and out or they've had problems but then in these really crazy ways God has just provided in the most ridiculous ways and what I thought I'd do this week is actually get uh, a friend of mine her name is Aisha on the phone Aisha are you there I am. Hi, Anne. How are you doing? 
good. How are you? I'm, I'm really excited to have a chat with you because I just want to talk about this provision thing because you and your husband and family have just experienced something in recent times that I just – it just made me smile yeah. because it reminds me of even 10 years ago in my own life how just every day – I just took, woke up every day and God would provide in little ways and, and sort of certain sort of stuff. But just to set you guys yeah. up so people go, oh, who's this Aisha lady? Um, at the moment, you got two kids. You're doing homeschooling at the moment. You're teaching your kids. I am. I've got a teenager, so he's self-sufficient. And then I've got a daughter in grade four, so by her side, leading her all the way, driving me crazy. <laughs> you find yes. you, you kind of rediscover how hard grade four is, don't you? You're like, oh, oh my I know. Gosh. I, I know. I'm learning about advertising at the moment. It's oh, awesome. perfect, perfect. <laughs> hey, um, I just wanted to set this up because we're talking about provision this week. Um, yeah. I just think the most incredible thing about having a faith in God is that God loves us like his kids. It is often yeah. throughout scripture. And for a lot of the students that are listening right now, it's, it's, a, it's a weird idea that God is like a really good dad that looks after yeah. his kids. And when you say, hey, yeah. God, I want to be part of your family, you kind of inherit the dad as well and he looks after you totally and um i've seen that in my own life and i know that for you and your husband like you have a few businesses don't you yeah we've got a couple of businesses and uh obviously with everything going on in the world at the moment um three quarters of them have come to a a dead stop uh during this time so plenty of time on our hands yep and i noticed this is the thing about you guys i've only met you in sort of the last couple of years i know that you guys not that long ago took a big leap of faith bought a house that you were going to do a reno on so there's a whole bunch of extra pressure and i just saw a post on your social media this week and it made me smile because i know that you guys have an incredible faith in god and um i know that you're incredibly generous and you've always put others first and in this season, sometimes you kind of go, I've done what's right. Where are you, God? Because let's just set it up. I remember when you first got this house, you were very excited about doing renos. And a couple of weeks yeah. in, a couple of weeks in, you'd said, oh, yeah, a couple, couple of days, couple of days yeah. in, uh, you were yep. like, um, hey, guys, we're not going to have you over for dinner because we've got a bit of an issue at our house. Explain what happened. Yeah, we had sewage coming up through the granny flat kitchen sink on night of our house so oh. discovered some major storage and plumbing issues don't you love that and it's an old house yeah, yeah. it's an old house it's an old house look issues, but, yeah. I've, I've never heard of poo coming through a kitchen sink but <laughs> <laughs> so you so it you, was you, horrible so you started yep. off with this house renovation rescue um, with some yes. issues and then it's sort yeah. of over the last few months you've just as, as, as a lot of us have had happen a lot of stuff mm. has been stripped away in our life and probably a bit more pressure and a bit more pressure and a bit more pressure and a bit more pressure. Um, Yeah. But but you guys had like a little financial miracle, didn't you? It just happened just recently. Tell us about this because this is not made up. This is why I wanted to get you on the phone because so often, you know, people hear stories and they go, that's a great story. How much are you exaggerating? But this story is one of the coolest ones. Um, I'm going to set it up just to start with and you can tell us how it came about, all right? The post you put online was a jar of cash, about five grand worth of cash in a jar, which you found Mm -hmm. in your garden. What the heck? I know. I know. Hand on heart, true story, no exaggeration. Um, We have been, you know, all this time on our hands. So we've been out in the garden doing things that don't cost us money because, you know, we've got businesses that are no longer bringing in money. So um, we've got renos to do. So we're out in the yard. My husband's out there on a digger, digging up our garden, 
um, actually digging up a garden we never planned to dig up. We just thought, okay, let's do this while we're here, while we've got the digger. And he heard some glass smash, which obviously, you know, drew his attention. Yeah, you don't want, you, don't, you kind of don't want that when you're digging because you're thinking, oh, no. we've hit a pipe or we've done something. We've done more damage, totally. more, more expenses, <laughs> more expenses. <laughs> more storage. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we, he was thinking and he jumped out and saw a, like a broken mason jar mm. and in it was um, plastic wrapped up and he caught it, sort of laughed to himself and said, oh, how funny is this is money, opened it up. And there is a pl- so it's a plastic jar with money inside, wrapped in a plastic bag, and then was put in a in a mason jar in our yard. So all all old fifty and hundred dollar notes, so they're from the nineteen like eighties and nineties. I think that when all that faded out to the plastic money we have now, mm. and uh, yeah, so it's all the, and perfectly awesome condition. I got home to find my husband ironing the money. This He's sounds never like, in his I, life. I hate to say it. It sounds like something like Pablo Escobar would do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, totally. It sounds, That's what so, it looked like. So your <laughs> husband's ironing the cash he found in the backyard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously it was all round up in a you know tight ball. So the better condition it is, the more uh, it's worth. <laughs> and yeah. So yep. Yeah. Just under five grams worth of cash, but some of that is actually worth two to three times its value uh, through a valuer. So if we went to the bank clean swap over for current currency. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if we take it to a valuer, it's uh, worth maybe two to three times its value. Now, Aish, have How you, cool? I mean, it's, it's super cool. Like, and it's so definitely, cool. I wouldn't be surprised if your teenage son is out in your backyard constantly with a shovel yeah. from now on, just going, let's <laughs> see if we can find totally. some more. Yeah, treasure hunt, yeah. But, but what blows me away about this is because uh, the reason that I, it just, it made me so happy for you is because I know yeah that you put God first. And I mentioned yeah. the scripture before. It says this, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all the other stuff will be added to it. And sometimes yeah. in our life we go, well, I don't see God's provision right now. And personally, um, I, I've heard stories. My own sister, I remember a story. I mean, they went to their letterbox one day and it was, you know, someone had dropped off a bunch of cash. They don't know where it came from. Wow. Um, and I've often thought I've never had that sort of, personal you know someone just dropping off some cash in my letterbox but i've seen god provide in different miraculous ways but for you guys in this time where you see your businesses collapse you see all this sort of stuff what does that do for your faith when you go man there was five grand buried in this yard we didn't even know we're going to buy this house a year ago or whatever yeah Um, we weren't even going to dig up this garden but it's only because of the coronavirus we decided to dig up this garden. And in the garden, yep. which we would have never even thought about digging up, there was five grand and that's going to totally. help us in this season. What does that do for yeah. your faith? Oh, I mean, it explodes it, doesn't it? It makes it 10 times more. And for our children to see, you know, like for every night we, we say grace at dinner time mm-hmm. and we thank God for the food. We thank God for the, you know, the hands that made it. But we also thank God for his provision. And, and even when there is no provision, we're still thanking him for the provision. And so for us to the next night at the table go, how cool is that? Like every night we thank God for provision and then he provides it. Oh, the dirt in the ground, a pile of dirt in the ground. Literally, it's crazy. So... It's kind of like a modern day Bible story in a sense because only just the it other is. day I was yeah. reading in 1 Kings 17, I was reading about how Elijah, um, he was told to go to this place to lay low because he was uh, people were trying to hunt him and kill him um, yeah. and, and the ravens would bring him food 
Like there's these moments throughout the Bible where we see that God provides in these really miraculous ways provision um, and then God provides for this this widow lady a little bit later on through Elijah where Elijah asks for help and she makes him a cake and then her flour doesn't run out, her oil doesn't run out. And if there's one thing we know about following God, he does provide for his kids. He looks after us through all sorts of crazy ways. Um, Absolutely. And this is just, this is probably going to be one of your life stories now, won't it? Oh, totally. And you know what spins me out? Is I just think 20, 30 years ago when the old man that lived here was burying that money, God was sitting there going, one day Jack and Asia are going to dig that up during the coronavirus in a world pandemic where their businesses have gone from flourishing to stopped currently. And he just sat back and thought, great like he set it up 20 30 years ago how crazy is that <laughs> like that blows my mind he, he has a sense of humor it's i think he does there's these moments of wonder that happen in our life um i gotta yeah. i gotta got share this with you Aish, because i haven't as i said i've never dug up a big water cache i'm thinking i might come down to your house late at night in a balaclava and start digging up your other garden beds but i have i mean i still share this story today um and it happened to me years ago and can i just say too when it comes to provision in these times and i i got to challenge you if you're listening to this don't stop being generous with what you have in these times no. don't get stingy don't sort of hold on for dear life because it doesn't work one of the most incredible principles that god shows us is that when we give away what we have he restores it and replenishes and he actually yeah. grows our life and i know that when i lost everything about 10 years ago in a similar sort of season i didn't have a whole lot of cash but i had some big financial responsibilities when it came to generosity helping the poor that i'd sort of built up and i decided to keep sponsoring these kids and uh, do some certain things and just to you know i just went that's more important and i just want to challenge people if you are thinking about stopping doing good because of your own fear trust me don't do that Keep being generous. Trust God in this season uh, because I had, yeah. this, I had a, a very bizarre situation happen in that period of my life where I literally had money thrown at me on a highway at about 11 p.m. at night on the Gold Coast. I was actually driving home from going out with a friend of mine. Her name was Joe. We'd just gone to Max Brenner because there was only one Max Brenner in Queensland. And I'd driven from Brisbane. I was driving home. And as I was going up this highway, all of a sudden a $50 note flicked over the front of my car. And I remember looking at my friend Joe going, was that what I thought it was? And next second, there's like three or four $50 notes flicking over my car. And as you would imagine, Aish, I pulled up the car very quick. Yeah. <laughs> yelled, yelled at my friend Joe, get out of the car, get the money, right? And so, run. yeah, run. And I remember my friend Joe. she's out of my car and she's screaming at the top of her lungs, oh my gosh, it's everywhere. And sure enough, there were $50 notes all over this highway, all over the highway. And so now we're both yeah. frantically grabbing all this cash, not of the cars on the road because it's so late at night. And um, we're just laughing like, what the heck's going on? As we run back to the car, just as we get in the car, Joe goes, oh, I found a wallet, right? And in that moment, I was like a little bit dejected because I'm like, this money's all mine. And then yeah. it was like, maybe it's not. And we opened the wallet. There was no ID in it except for a library card, which didn't even have photo ID. So we're like, well, we could justify this and not give it back. But in that moment, knew that we had to do what was right, tracked down who it was that owned the money. I ended up meeting up with the guy 
And the crazy thing is, when he asked me how much cash we found, we said it was $950. He said, that's all of it. That was all the money that was in my wallet. Wow. And um, so I was able to return the money to him. He, I remember him saying to me, he's like, people like you don't exist. Like, this is like good Samaritan stuff. Thank you so much yeah. for giving me my money back. And he actually goes, here, have a couple of hundred bucks for your doing the right thing. Like, that was incredible. So God literally gave me a couple of hundred dollars in that moment. Yeah. But I think so about good. it a bit like with you, like I think about the sense of humor behind it because I remember saying to this guy, I said, mate, how did this even happen? He said, well, I put my wallet on the top of my car. I just had a baby shower. All that cash was for me and my partner. We were just setting up our life with our bub. We're putting the bub in the car and we're having a big fight about something completely different. I put my wallet on the top of the roof of the car. I take off. We drive for a few kilometers and it hits me. Oh my gosh, my wallet. <laughs> And so he's telling me this and I go, okay. And he goes, we drove up and down the highway for three hours after that, just going, it's gone oh. forever. We've lost everything. He said, it almost destroyed our relationship. We just fought all night. We haven't talked to each other. And he said, and then obviously the next day you found me and called me with this cash. And I said, well, you know, God's got a sense of humor, mate. I said, you're just fortunate that the money fell off in front of my car. And it actually, he'd been driving for a couple of kilometers before those notes started flicking out in front of my car and we were able to return all the cash to him and it was actually a sign to him that God had provided for him too yeah, because of that situation but then he provided money for me which was never mine anyway and um, I suppose that the thing for me on today's podcast the reason I want to chat about this was simply say this if you're out there and you're struggling financially right now mum and dad are struggling financially you're seeing a lot of stress can I say this right now come back to God go God I need your help would you provide my every need? Not necessarily your every want, Aish. Yeah. <laughs> need. What you need. Yep. There's been so many times in my faith journey where I've literally been pretty down and out because I've just uh, survival mode, but God has always provided my every need. Yeah. Always provided my every need. And it's just so powerful to hear your story with your family knowing that, you know what, right now we really need a breakthrough and uh, you can't sort of see where it's coming from and apparently it's in your backyard. Yeah, and you know what, when it happens like that, you know it's God. You know that God's provided for you because who finds money in their yard? Nobody. Who who sees (laughs) money fall on your car on a highway? Nobody. (laughs) No. So you know it's God and God never lets you down. He doesn't. He doesn't. I'm so happy for you guys. I hope you go and do an exchange on it after you've ironed all that cash. It's probably the first time you've seen your husband iron. <laughs> yeah, for a while, I must admit. <laughs> I took a photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worth ironing when it's cash. Huh? You know, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I hope that when you get the exchange rate, you can exchange it and it is two or three times more and you can even have a bigger laugh about how God showed up in your I garden. Know. I think it's totally. very, very cool. Hey, thank you so much for um, oh, sharing your story. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy um, continuously teaching your kids as a homeschool yeah. teacher. I'm sure you're Thank doing a fantastic you. job. We'll talk to you soon. That's good. Well, I'll tell you, I, I hope you enjoyed that. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Aish. As I said, I wanted to get her on the phone for you guys because I talk about my own stories a lot in schools, but it's so cool to see it happening in other people's lives. If you've got a story of provision... And something's happened in your own family where it's just like a little miracle where you're like, wow, how did that happen? Make sure you DM me this week at As Speaks, AZ Speaks. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, please get on there as well and um, ask anything you want. I do 
want to finish up the podcast this week uh, with a question that did come through. And I know when we talk about this faith stuff, it's it's kind of crazy. But I had a question. It was pretty much saying, hey, I really appreciate your podcast. I'm trying to figure out how to connect with this Jesus thing and really have a relationship with God, like where it feels very real. It doesn't just feel like a religious duty. First and foremost, the way in which you grow in your faith and the way you grow and connect with God more, do things like listening to this podcast. I mean, I'm just going to share different stuff each week and hopefully it's encouraging to you. You can jump online. There's so many amazing churches at the moment broadcasting their services online every Sunday. Maybe I could put a link up at As Speaks of my own church that I go to every week and now I'm just watching online like the rest of us in isolation. And third, just start praying. I mean, I know that I mentioned at the start of this podcast, uh, when I lost everything 10 years ago, I remember coming back to a simple prayer and said, God, I really need your help. And then within half an hour, there was a miracle moment where I got a job. It kept me afloat and allowed me to actually start speaking in schools. It was actually in that season where I lost everything that actually found a lot of my purpose. And so whatever you're going through right now, if you're struggling with provision stuff, you're struggling with your finances, you're struggling with how do I get through the next season, I would just challenge you to just do exactly what I did back then. Just say, hey, God, I need your help. Would you help me this week? I can't wait to chat to you next week. If you have any questions, as I said, as speaks on Instagram, just DM me. If you want to know more about the work that I do in schools across the country, you can go to justmotivation.com.au. Have a fantastic week. We'll have a chat next Wednesday. 